0: hey what's going on youtube this is your certified life and relationship coach coach court and in today's video i want to talk to you about the best strategy to get a dismissive avoidant back thank you for sticking around if this is your first time viewing me do me a favor and subscribe to the channel by clicking that subscribe button and ringing that little bell so you're notified for the newest content before i get into today's topic I want to just give you guys a a message of gratitude. I'm over 250 subscribers now. That is a milestone for me if you're in the YouTube world and you know just how important that milestone is. It's a huge accomplishment because it's really hard to grow your channel on on YouTube unless you put out great content and you know your stuff. And with you guys subscribing and sharing and fast-forwarding it to other people, man, it's just, thank you. It's a blessing. If you want my help personally, reach out to me on my website, www.proofofofseeds with the Z at the end.com. Send me an email no longer than two to three paragraphs long, no longer than 500 words, as it gets really difficult to respond to long emails. The best strategy to get a dismissive avoidant back is a difficult one, but it is an effective one. The first thing you want to do is to give them the breakup. Whether you broke up with them or they broke up with you, you want to make sure that you uh, give it to them. You give them their space. You allow them to get into the grieving process because they're not going to come back unless they see you in a better light. I've talked about this in uh, previous videos. It's very effective. I know people talk about no contact a lot, other coaches, but it's very specific how you got to do it when it comes to attachment styles. You want to give them the opportunity to reimagine the relationship and to see themselves with you uh, in a long-term relationship. That won't happen for about two months. Sorry to tell you. I get a lot of comments saying that's crazy. Uh, Two, three months, I'm just gonna move on. I'm just gonna uh, find somebody else. And that's okay. But if you truly love that person and you want them back, you have to be patient. You have to let them come to you. And when they do come back, it won't be the same way it was before. Most of the time, it'll be stronger than what it was. It may take a little longer to get them to commit again and you know, kind of put that out there that you guys are an item because they have to gain their trust back with you. But it, will, it, it can and it will happen eventually. You just have to trust the process. Going no contact is the best strategy for dismissive avoidance it'll drive an anxious preoccupied person nuts before dismissive avoidant, it's a lot more effective. It gives them the opportunity to process their feelings and their emotions and see where you stand in their life. If you do this effectively and you didn't burn too many bridges during the process, meaning you didn't uh, do like the anxious preoccupied do which is protest behaviors, which is blowing their phone up, not giving them the breakup, not accepting it, begging and pleading and making it seem as if they're the only person you'll ever meet in your life, then that's going to be a turnoff and it's going to be unattractive. They're not going to want to reconsider relationship if you made that breakup, the initial breakup very tough, because they're going to think, all right, in the future, he's not going to or she's not going to be able to accept it. So I'm not even going to put myself through the whole grieving process all over again, because it took a really long time. So I would say reach out to them after about six weeks. And during COVID-19, what I was advising my clients to do was to, uh, if they have already been in no contact, usually for a few months, a couple months, uh, I would say it's safe to reach out to them and just inquire with them about how they're, how they're doing during this lockdown. That that was very effective. It also gave them the opportunity to check in on them immensely because the dismissive avoidant really likes uh, support and if you check in on them and you make it seem as if you, which not make it seem, but you prove to them that you're there for the long run and you won't abandon them like everybody else did, then that's going to go a long way and it's going to make them want to uh, open the doors of communication with you and re-engage with you. When my clients did reach out, I let them know that it's important to keep it casual, keep it light, keep it fun, uh, crack jokes and funny memes. Don't talk too much about the commitment and trying to uh, get that relationship back. You want them to associate fun, light, and happy feelings with you. You don't want them to associate uh, drama and negativity, which is why it's really important for you to keep things fun. Uh, The next time you talk to them, set a date, set a time where you can get together, you can talk in person. I'm a firm believer that the, the magic and the attraction happens in person. It doesn't happen over text message. They can't read the tone of your voice. Most of the time they take things out of context and they see you as being somebody who's bitter and upset when you can when you crack like a a offbeat joke. Get them in person or get them over FaceTime. Let them know that your mindset is one of love and happiness, not one that's bitter and still grieving from the relationship. One of the big no-nos to do when you're trying to reattract them is do not pressure them. I like to use the analogy of the cat. You know, if you scare a cat, they're never going to come back to you. And if they do, it's going to take a while. So if you walk in and you try to grab a cat and they don't want to be pet, they'll run away. They may scratch you, hiss at you, and claw you. But it's only until you sit down, relax, become non-threatening is when they'll come and sit on your lap and start to purr. Eventually, they'll get bored with being on your lap and they want to go off and do their own thing. You have to let them, though. You have to let them come and go as they please. Because if you don't, you're going to chase them out of your life. They'll roam the neighborhood on you. Or for a dispense of avoidance, they'll just cut you off. They'll delete you from social media. They won't talk to you again. That's why they are often mistaken for people who are narcissists and self selfish and cold. But that's just the way that they process their emotions. They, can, they can't they can heal until they let you go and they they discover what life is like without you. So if you found this video of any value, please like, comment and share. Reach out to me on my website www.peopleseeds with Z at the end, .com, or my other social media accounts. Twitter is coachcourt2, Instagram is i am coach court, and my Facebook is i am coach court. Thank you guys, and I will talk to you soon.